0: Um, Healing with Spirit, welcome to the 2023 Energy Forecast. There's a lot in store, so I hope you're ready. First, let's start with the 2010. Actually, I wrote a lot of notes because I tend to channel a lot of messages, so if you see me looking down, you'll see why, because I tend to do automatic writing as I do this. So 2022, let's just say, let's just start out with what did you learn And how did you learn and grow from all of this? Because that's kind of the premise, right? And that's going to kind of give you a gauge as to how are you going to be moving through the energies of 2023. Let's just look at the year review just really quickly. And you can also look at the video I did last year um, on YouTube or on my website for the 2022 forecast if you want to kind of watch those and see how that related to you. So 2022 was a six. So It was like a two, 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 right? Equals six. But it was like a duality. It was a big year in dualities. And a lot of yin, a lot of yang, a lot of opposites, uh, masculine, feminine. It was a relational year. So you want to think of what is your relation to yourself, to your soul, to others, to your environment to nature, spirit, all of that. It's all of that, the relational. It is also the sixth card, um, yeah, the, the um, lover's card in tarot. So it's, it was very much a relational year. We saw a lot of upsets. We saw um, especially a lot of the toxic masculinity. We saw a lot of the social media play out because those of us, if we haven't been doing the work, if we haven't been aligning with spirit and we are stuck in the still me, myself, I, I'm entitled and my way or the highway, um, you know, is really like this, there was a big pull here, right? And um, so there was a lot of triggers, right? And as well as those of us who were doing the work, or maybe we were doing the work and we didn't even know we were doing the work. So that's what happens too, because your soul kind of guides you, right? It's not being ego fed. And so that leads us into the shadows, all that stuff that we haven't reclaimed, all those hurts, all those pains, all those traumas. Um, many of us try to do it alone and we suffered as a result. So one of the things that, you know, is being addressed moving forward. The energies is doing this hard, like shadow worky type stuff, unpacking societal conditioning, unpacking patriarchy, right? Um, doing this ego destruction. It needs to be done in a safe container with a skilled facilitator, either in individual sessions or in groups, right? So these are key things as we move in just to look at, like there was a lot of this going on, right? We saw a lot of, I mean, we have like the rollback of women's rights, not just in the US, but also in Iran, Afghanistan, and in other countries. So these are things that play out, right? Again, relational, these are things, this is what I forecasted in last year, but this is also the rise because these things happen because the ego feels threatened, right? So here are the three cards that I pulled. So this is the card that I pulled for the past, right? This is these are all so like we have this card for the past, for the present, and this one's for the future. And I also pulled others and that I'm going to go into individually as like anecdotal, anecdotal cards, right? And like those validation cards. So first of all, it's a seven-year in numerology. So when I think of seven, I think of like. Completion of cycles. I also think of it as like it's a good luck number. A lot of people say that's a good luck number, right? So, um, but one of the things, not just completion of cycles, what I wrote down here, this is what I heard. It's a cycle breaker year, okay? So it's a lucky seven. Peace is on the other side of our solitude and rest, right? This is what we've been trying to do, right, for the past couple of years. And that we are ready to receive that wisdom that we need. But guess what? That wisdom isn't going to come from external sources. It's going to come from the divine within, okay? Everything is within us. This is going to be, this is the cycle breaker, right? It's a cycle breaker for trauma. It's a cycle breaker for gender. It's a cycle breaker for all. It's also a cycle breaker for like seeking wisdom out external, right? This is why even churches are threatened, right? Because they depend on money to keep their power and political influence, right? This is what we're seeing in the US, right? The power of the churches have taken a new role of politics but also systemic oppression. Instead of understanding that God is within us, the universe is within us. We have that guard particle, right? The spirit, the ancestral wisdom. So this is the seven, right? And I am going to talk about how it all goes in with the cards that I pulled, right? So, um, and the surrender of the ego. The surrender of the ego basically is talking about how to cultivate gratitude, to be of service to others, and to come back from your heart. A big ego can work against us, and but humility will further our goals, right? So, but this is, this is, you're going to see where this is going to be playing in, okay? We can put ego aside. Well, here's the thing, guys, about ego. People have a misconception about ego, right? We need ego in order to put food on our tables, food in our mouths, clothes on our our backs, and a roof over our head, all right? It doesn't negate that. It is just ego has gotten so far to the extreme, we have basically edged god out right edged our spirit and it means god doesn't necessarily have to mean formalized religion i'm not talking about formalized religion here okay but this is about putting our ego aside putting i I like to say when my head likes to get in the way i just say shut the up i'm done with you i like to visualize seeing my ego put on a bookshelf and try to allow that Those the wisdom, the whispers of spirit, our soul, our ancestors, right? Because we can gain so much, we gain the clarity, we gain the uh, answers and the direction of what we need. We keep looking for external solutions. We see it in our healthcare, right? I wrote this book last year, these two books I published last year. And this book here, I talk about how you know our system is set up to keep you sick. There is never going to be a cure for cancer. Why? Because it's too profitable to keep you sick and treatment and in treatment for 20 years, right? I mean, what would happen if they cured cancer? Right? It would it would make the rich think have to figure out some other way to make money, right? So this year is all about allowing more of spirit, more of soul, more of the universe into our life. And one of the teachings that I even talk about in this book here is the concept of ego destruction, which was the original teachings by makao the founder of Reiki in Japan. He taught this concept over 100 years ago because he understood the plague of the ego. It played in um, an illness. It played in politics. It, it made us sick as a society, right? Yet today, our Reiki industry has forgotten this, and now you can even go become a master in three days, right? When I've always been taught, it takes a minimum of 20 years to master anything, right? Um, and yet some people like to do that, their heads are so into the game of, I'm going to egotize spiritual practices, right? And the universe doesn't work that way it doesn't work that way so this is a calling home this is an unpacking of conditioning this is a return to humility to stewardship like one of my trainings i talk about it in this book right the japanese shinto way was like if you are intuitive and you are a gifted person connected to be to hear the words and the whispers of soul and and spirit and the gods then you actually have an obligation to be a steward because you are the most evolved. There's a personal responsibility. And we have forgotten that, okay? So here we have the three of swords. The three of swords is basically the universe giving us acknowledgement, right? Of all the emotional pain, the grief, the suffering, the heartbreak, right? This, this is like, look at this. This is like, how many daggers can you take? I can't take any more daggers to my heart. I just can't, right? It's like, I can't do this. Words are also like daggers because swords kind of represents like that ego mind, right? The thoughts, the words, all those things. So as we know, words can be like daggers. They can hurt more than physical wounds. I know this from working with domestic violence victims, right? Sometimes it's the words that turn into chronic illness and disease. Not always like I got a bruise on my face, right? So it can render a much more lasting blow, than than um, and lead to chronic illness, mental health challenges, upsets in surroundings, and more, right? So last year we witnessed an unrelenting social media assaults with impunity to those doing it. So like a lot of like we saw this with um, the Duchess of Sussex, right? Where like and even I just saw this the other day with Greta Thunberg where this Adam Tate guy said you know basically over Twitter was encouraging people to go find Greta and gang rape her right and how he would you know put her in her place that way right so like this this is like problematic and yet like like you know the Duchess of Sussex she was suicidal because of the level of verbal assaults that were being thrown at her with impunity. And many had to flee like this, the, the uh, Duke and Duchess had to flee and leave the royal family for their safety and more, right? But yet words and protests have caused thousands to be murdered in Iran, right? We also saw it in places like uh, Taiwan and other areas too, up in Canada, right? Uh, where people were protesting and they were persecuted. So, however, with all of that we've learned and witnessed and experienced, words can also be weaponized for healing, for reclamation and for change. One of the things I've learned as a trauma survivor and as an advocate and as a healer doing my own work at, for almost 20 years is I've learned, I've changed, I'm still in the battle, but I've changed how I'm in the battle. And I'm actually making headway, right? So it's knowing how to use those words, right? In Japan, there's a concept called kotodama. It means words have spiritual power. We teach this in Jiken and Reiki trainings. I teach this in the group settings that we do in the retreats. So it goes more than just the words. It's the energy. It's like when you're angry, right? You go, I'm angry, right? But it's like the whole energy and vibration behind you. That is what catapults change, right? Versus I'm angry, right? It's like, it's a different energy. So some of us have gotten so stuck in our heads that we have allowed our emotions to blind us and blind us from seeing the path before us, right? So we may have had like a lot of daggers thrown at us, or maybe we did it to ourselves. Maybe we're self-gaslighting ourselves. Maybe we're looking in, our, in the mirror and saying what a failure you are. You're worthless. Nobody's going to love you. All those things. Maybe you're doing that to yourself, right? Instead of like, instead of like putting that aside, that's the ego talking, right? And allowing like when I, when I got the visualization was seeing these swords jabbing our hearts, but also seeing the sun, right? I want you to see the sun. See the sun illuminating in the middle. See the sun, that light that can suffer these daggers and melt them into whatever we can choose them to be. Do you see this, right? Do you see how the perception is everything and how when we are aligned, right, we are with the divine, we are with the divine that shapes our perceptions, right? So this is something to think about. Like, are you running down the rabbit hole? Are you stopping and pausing and being like, wait a minute, I've got a self-generator here. My heart self-generates. That is, the heart is like the center of like where your soul like powers up. I mean, your ears to your soul are like in your gut, but your power plant is in your heart. You've got, and here's the physiology. You got to think of the ASA node and and AV node. They self-generate electricity. That electricity is what is part of that soul energy. That's what can melt all this. And we forget that we actually have that power. I teach a lot of this stuff. And the program that I teach, the harness the secrets to your power on how to do that, right? So here we have now, so that's where we were. Okay, which is kind of moving into where we are. And here we have the three of pentacles. So now that we've learned and we're like, we're sick, tired of feeling grief and sorrow and heaviness, like it's been exhausting few years, right? So now we've learned this. And um, now that we've learned all that, we may recognize that the concept may be I can't do this alone. It isn't about me anymore. It's not about being entitled, like the concepts of me, I entitled, I'm entitled, right, is no longer a force, and anybody who keeps going down trying to push that agenda is going to be, you'll see, might end up becoming the fool if you keep going down that road of me, myself, I'm entitled, I'm entitled to X, Y, and Z, I'm entitled to this house, I'm entitled to this money, I'm I'm entitled, I'm entitled, I'm entitled, right? If you're going down that road, you're missing the boat, all right? And you will become the fool, all right? What this card is showing you is what's shaping up is things like collaboration, teamwork, community, implementation, doing groups, right? There is a power in group work, right? To be a place to be seen, a place to be held, a place to be acknowledged, to be witnessed, right? So what are you forging in this fire? What are you creating, right? And that's interesting because like, look at these two cards here because they're both three numbers, right? The past and the present, three. Three of swords and three of pentacles. So we look at the number three, right? I talked about this a couple of years ago when, when three was like very strong energy for the year. And that theme was past, present, future was colliding all at once. It was that wake up, right? So three is what builds the triangle. It's considered a magical number. You want to think of like harmony, wisdom, understanding. Like I mentioned, past, present, future, birth, life, death, beginning, middle, and end. Physical body, mental, emotional body, spiritual body. Like, are they all in alignment? Are they all integrated? One of Tesla's, Tesla did a big thing. We're just now understanding Tesla's science. He was... 100 years ahead of his time, okay, as a scientist, but one of his numbers that he thought was a magical number and a key to the doorway to understanding the universe was the number three, okay, it's also connected to the Freemasons, so these are like the three, so the three is like the wake-up call here, it's like, here, here's the unity, here's how we bridge it together, here's how we integrate, right, so you are being asked to look at how you are moving into the 2023 energy. Are you still thinking of the things like me, I, mine, you, yours, or are you considering like we, us, ours, right? How are you working towards unity? Are you working towards unity or are you working towards divisiveness? Are you posting divisive content? Are you, or are you posting content that is hopefully unifying, right? Just think of that. Think of the intersectionality, like the intersectionality I see a lot of times between like what I hear folks of color talk about racism is a very similar paradigm to what I hear victims of domestic violence and sexual assault talk about different ideo- different scenarios, but they have the same enemy. So how can we unify, right? It doesn't diminish like one group is more painful than the others. It's just here's an intersectionality piece. They have the same enemy, right? And the same, that same enemy is doing the same things just for different reasons and different causes, right? And now we have the Fool, the Rise of the Fool. This is an amazing card actually going into a seven year, because, and this is a considered a major arcana. So when you consider major arcana, those are like soul lessons. This is like what your soul came here to do. So if you think about this, right? Here's an opportunity to start fresh. The current energies between now and March will be all about planning, it'll all be about unpacking, like unpacking your shit, unpacking your ego, unpacking like social conditioning, you know, like whether it's purging, like stuff, the internal purge or external purge, right, there's a stagnation in the air right now because Mercury is in retrograde, Mars in retrograde, that's okay, The universe is actually giving us an opportunity to get our rears in gear and to get our ducks in a row, All right? So this is kind of like a shit or get off the pot year. This is a huge, huge, huge opportunity. So with the Fool, you want to think of things. Here's the duality because the Fool's a duality card, right? You want to think of new beginnings, free spirit, as well as the duality of like risk takers, recklessness, right? So the full can serve as either like the here's the opportunity, here's the new beginning, if you're looking for a sign for a new beginning, a fresh start, here's the sign, it's breaking the cycles. it's it's, you know it's record breaking, right? It's breaking those generational cycles. it's breaking all of those, right? This is cycle breaking. It's generational cycle breaking, personal cycle breaking, past life cycle breaking, right? Or, It is also a warning if for those who continue to not do that spiritual inner work, who are not unpacking those programming, who are not working towards how do I become a steward by listening to spirit, not how can I build a business in spiritual? How can I build a business doing spirit work and make a shitload of money? Because that is not going to work, right? How do i be a steward and listen to what spirit and what the mother earth is asking me to do right zero is also the number four uh, unlimited potential so the fool, eat so you have like a choice either the fool can guide you to a new beginning or actually by the end of the year you're going to be calling yourself a fucking fool right so fool can be the beginning or it can be the end this is why they call it the fool's journey in tarot right so this is, this is where it's at. So for some of you who are listening to this, you might be saying that you're scared, you're stressed, you're unsure. You don't know if you can do this. That's okay. That's okay. Just take that first step into that unknown. Find a great, rooted, and I'm going to he- hear me out. If you need help, make sure you find a rooted, solid practitioner. Who either has it has it in their genes, in their genealogy as a generational healer, or somebody who has been practicing for decades, not somebody who just learned something and calls themselves an expert because they just want a career change. They haven't done that kind of work yet. I'm sorry, it might offend some of you, but this is like this is where I see a lot of trauma and triggers end up getting amplified by inexperienced folks. Okay. So Find those rooted, deep teachers. Take that first step into the unknown. You are being called to commit to your soul's journey and what your soul came here to accomplish. This is a leap of faith. You are encouraged to have a curious and open heart. But in order to do that, because if you're blocked and you're stuck and you're guarded because of all the daggers being thrown, right, This is an important time then to find a good teacher or healer who has a very rooted practice, by the way. And unless you're trained in both trauma and healing, like it's, it's be careful there because, but it's important to unpack the stories, unpack the pain, unpack the trauma, unpack that patriarchal conditioning, all that egoic, like that mind thing, that mind fuckery, right? Play as you go. Like, so the, this is also playful. Like you can see it's playful. He's juggling. It's not It's not necessarily work. Let your courage and your faith be stronger than your fear. And it's time to go to work. This is time to go to work. Like I said, this is like shit or get off the pot as like the three of pentacles is indicating. So don't become the fool by trying to bypass the essential work that needs to happen—that essential ego destruction work, that ego, you know, that um, shadow work, that inner work, right? We have been warning about this for the last several years, and it just keeps escalating, right? So either you're doing it or you're not, right? So we are approaching a year that is crucial. Again, this is a cycle-breaking year on everything I'm showing you. Both the numerology and in tarot is all showing you it is a cycle breaking year. So either we succeed as the universe is guiding us, or we keep going down the rabbit hole, repeating the cycles over and over and over that may stick with us to the day we die or into the next life. So we have a choice here. Again, it's shit or get off the pot, right? And the raven is reminding you, if you're doubting of the magic and owning that power By working with the universe is crucial, right? Working with the elementals, working with the spirit animals, working with the ancestors and our loved ones in spirit, including our soul, listening to those. Like the raven is here to remind us of the magic that we have forgotten about, right? And this deck was created by my friend, but this is saying for those signs, right? Listening to the messages of spirit, right? And understanding what those messages are right again it's another affirmation to everything we were just saying and then again surrendering the ego again another affirmation to say exactly what we said with these three cards and what these three cards are showing for this year plus the seven in numerology so here are three takeaways to remember one continue to unpack your old wounds your old beliefs your old conditioning two Make sure you, can, you focus on teamwork, collaboration, and group work, right? And three, surrender the ego, trust in the spirit, be open to the messages from spirit, be open to the signs that you're getting to guide you along the way. And I'm here to help you. Make sure you subscribe. Make sure you are on my email list. Some programs are in person, and we will be launching ones virtually as well. And if you're not also sure you need help, here are these two books. But please make sure you post your comments. Help, engagement is everything. I would love to know if what I said for this energy forecast, if it resonates with you. It's hugely important for me. And Happy New Year, and have a great day.